Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is season four, so sorry, no, season five, episode uh, five of this daily study podcast. Thank you so much for joining me once again today as we continue with our study of this week's Come Follow Me materials, looking in Matthew chapter one and Luke chapter one uh, as we begin our study of the New Testament for this year. Just a couple more days left, uh, and I want to focus now um, on the um, words between the Ma- <coughs> between Angel, Gabriel, and Mary. We've kind of jumped about a bit this week, um, following kind of the narrative or the, um, the principles set out, really, uh, in the Come Follow Me manual. But for this um, short, bite-sized episode today, I want to have a look at the words that are exchanged between Mary and the angel. Uh, because Mary is an excellent example of a faithful individual willingly submitting to the Lord's will. And there are a number of things we can learn, I think, from Mary's responses, as well as um, things we can learn from the words that the angel gives to Mary. For example, the Come Follow Me manual suggests that the the fact that the the angel says the Lord is with thee in verse 28 of Luke chapter 1 suggests to us that the Lord is aware of our situation and struggles. Um, some other things which we might pick out uh, from these, um, the words of the angel uh, can also be found uh, in from here. For example, in verse 28, uh, when the angel says, Hail thou that art highly favoured, the Lord is with thee, blessed art thou among women. Of course, we know that these words are probably, you know, in some way specifically for Mary in the sense that she has been chosen uh, to be the mother of the Son of God. And she will have been chosen and foreordained to do so because of the qualities and the um, the developments that the Lord knew that she would have had uh, up to this point and continuing on to be the mother of the Son of God, to raise him in, on this earth uh, in such a way that he would be ready to fulfill his mortal ministry. Um, but what that says to me about us is obviously we are not highly favoured in, in terms of being foreordained to be the parents of the Son of God, but we are foreordained to callings and responsibilities and tasks within our lives. Uh, we may not know what those are. Uh, some of us listening may know what those are, but we have been all given opportunities and uh, things in our lives which we can accomplish if we stay faithful to our covenants. Uh, and we can find out some aspect or um, I, a possible thing that these things are in our things like our patriarchal blessings and things like that. So I think for me, this teaches us the message that we are also chosen and um, foreordained to do something, whatever that thing might be. Of course, it, part of the, our role in this life is to find out what that is. Um, but I think that that is a really uh, nice teaching we get from there. Um, in verse 30, the angel says, fear not, Mary. Uh, and that is something which, you know, we see often, um, not just in um, this kind of first couple of chapters in Matthew and Luke, especially Luke, uh, to be fair, where the angel appears to individuals like the shepherds and Elizabeth and tells them, uh, Zacharias, and tells them to fear not. Um, and that is to, again, I think, teach us that the Lord wants us to have peace, that um that he loves us, that he wants us to return to him and change. Yes, of course, but that when we are interacting with him or when we seek him, we should have peace or we should be able to receive peace into our hearts, knowing that he loves us. Um, 
So I think that's important for us to take. In verse 35, um, it says, uh, the angel explains to Mary about how this thing will happen. And one of the things that he says is, the Holy Ghost shall come upon thee. And I think this is a, an important reminder for all of us that whilst, again, this won't be necessarily for our context in terms of this is how the angel was going to say how this was going to be done, that she was going to miraculously conceive. Uh, that's not going to happen to us. But what is going to happen to us is that we are promised the Holy Ghost um, and that we can receive the Holy Ghost. And whilst, um, you know, we may require the Holy Ghost or we will require the Holy Ghost for different things than uh, than what was about to take place with Mary, uh, we are promised that Holy Spirit to be able to guide us and lead us to accomplish the things that the Lord wants us to do. We read in First Nephi 3, 7 how the Lord does not expect us to do a commandment or something he wants us to do except for provide, except he provides a way. Um, and I think that that is a good reminder for us, uh, this statement. And then in verse 37, something which the angel says, which I think is very applicable to all of us, for with God, nothing shall be impossible. Um, of course, this was something which was huge. The miracle of John the Baptist being conceived um, by his mother Elizabeth and Zacharias was a miracle. You know, they they were both very old. They were not supposed to be able to have a child at that age, and she was barren. But you need to remember that that miracle has happened before. Straight away, we think of Abraham and Sarah. Um, you know, we think of Jacob and Rachel. Of course, Rachel was not... Um, did not have the challenge of age to overcome, but she did have the challenge of barrenness to overcome. Um, we see it a number of times in the Old Testament where old or barren individuals are able to conceive. Um, so whilst it was indeed a miracle, um, John the Baptist's birth, and that shouldn't be diminished, what is important is that we recognise just what another level <laughs> the miracle of the conception of the Saviour was. Uh, compared to John the Baptist's. Um, this had never been done before. This was something which has never had never been done before and has never been done before since um, without, you know, the... Because, um, of course, people can have children in the world today without knowing a man. But, of course, there are, there are ways in which people accomplish this now. That wasn't the case in the, in the time of Mary. Uh, and so this was a miracle which had never been done before. Um, and I think that this is an important reminder to us that just because we have heard this story so often about the Saviour being born of Mary, I think we take it for granted, perhaps, just how unbelievable this should have been for Mary. But yet, let's now start to look at her responses. And I'm going to go straight to the verse 38, because after this, for with God, nothing shall be impossible. Mary says, behold, the handmaid of the Lord. Be it unto me according to thy word. She was ready. In other words, here am I, send me. Um, which, again, of course, has its wonderful parallels with the Saviour uh, and the way in which he um, steps forward and takes upon himself um, the role which, the, which our Father has for him. So that response from Mary is inspiring and one that we can definitely learn from um, about how we can try and be more faithful. Uh, we've got many other things that Mary says as well. We've spoken about how, the question she asks uh, about how how shall this be um, and how it's okay to ask the questions as long as it is with faith that the Lord will provide a way. 
um, and that is why we question it. Um, but of course, there's other things which we have with Mary's response. Um, the in verse twenty nine, before the angel, and we're kind of going backwards through her responses here. But in verse twenty nine, um, it says, "And when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying." and casts in her mind what manner of salutation this should be. And this is interesting, I think, because she's troubled at this saying. All he has said at this point is that he, she is highly favoured, and the Lord is with her, and she's blessed. So why would she be troubled at that saying? Um, perhaps we get a sense of Mary's humility here. Perhaps for, and this is, you know, just kind of my thoughts and feelings of what I'm, re of what I'm reading here, um, but I think that if she's troubled at what he has said up to this point, before he's then said what she, is going to happen, um, she is only really troubled at the fact that the angel is saying that she is blessed and that she is highly favoured uh, among women. Um, and I think that that just shows a great humility from Mary, because it's not her saying, oh, yes, well, that's that's wonderful to hear. That's really good. But rather more a case of really me like i'm just trying to do the best that i can with what i've got um and what a wonderful example that is for all of us um you know i think sometimes in our lives we forget the need to to have that humility and uh, that meekness of mary and surely the savior learned many great things uh of being uh, raised by such an incredible uh, individual like that um so just some thoughts and uh feelings on what was said between the angel and mary there but i think that that was um you know, really insightful for us as we start to uh, consider how we can seek inspiration more in the year of 2023. Thank you so much for listening to the study today. Please join us tomorrow as we conclude the study. And until we meet again. <laughs>